How can entrepreneurs stop being dependent on a single source of income by trading and investing in the financial market? My name is Joachim Alsta and I welcome you to Financial Success Secrets. What is the difference between index funds, mutual funds and ETFs? Each of these are different but similar investment vehicles with their own pros and cons. These terms are used a lot and often mixed as well. I understand it can be confusing, so let's see if we can sort it out. In this episode of my show, I want to share everything I learned with you so that you can be more informed before making any investment on your own. So if you want to learn the difference between index funds, mutual funds and ETFs and which option might make the most sense for you, then stay until the end. Let's get started. I'm going to start with mutual funds because they are the least preferred option. Let me tell you why. Mutual funds, they were created as a way for a bunch of people to pull their money and make investments together. Mutual funds offer three major benefits. The first is convenience. By investing in a mutual fund, you get to own a bunch of different stocks. It's an all-in-one easy package. A mutual fund could have hundreds of different stocks in it, but you only have to make one purchase. In a world without mutual funds, if you want to have, say, 100 different stocks in your portfolio, you would have to make 100 separate purchases, which means you pay the broker a commission 100 times and you would waste a lot of time sitting in front of the computer clicking the buy button 100 times. It's so inefficient. However, by investing via mutual funds, you get instant ownership in all the stocks in the mutual fund already owns. Owning a lot of stocks all at once gives you diversification, which is the second major benefit of mutual funds. Diversification is a strategy that reduces your investing risk by spreading out your eggs instead of having all your money in one stock, which is the equivalent of putting all your eggs in one basket. When you spread out your money across many different stocks, you will be fine even if one of the stocks in a mutual fund totally crashes. You are still fine because each stock is only a small portion of your overall portfolio. These benefits doesn't mean mutual funds are 100% amazing. Convenience and diversification are definitely good benefits, but the problem with having a professional fund manager is that they charge a lot of fees. When some really smart, well-educated professional is picking the stocks for your mutual fund, that's called active management. In return for managing your money, actively managed mutual funds charge an annual fee of 1-2% to of your account balance every year. The fees can even be higher. So at 2%, if you invested 10000 in a mutual fund, 200 of that goes straight into the fund manager pocket, even if the manager makes poor investment decisions, and your account balance actually goes down. Next year, you will still be charged 2%. That means you could literally end up with less money than you start with, but the fund manager would still get paid millions of dollars for his services, and even if you find a fund manager who's done really well for a couple of years, the performance usually doesn't last over the long run. You have to know about what I referred to as the dark side of compounding. The cost of fees will add up to big amounts over the years. Fees will reduce your nest eggs by a big portion, 
A 2% fee can accumulate to as much as 40% of the entire value of your portfolio during all the years you have your fund. That means only 60% of the value of your portfolio is left for you. You might have been thinking, 2% isn't that bad, I get to keep 98. I hope you remember that also fees will add up over time. They will compound, it means the effect of the fees get worse and worse, seen through your eyes. The solution for money is to invest in index funds. Unlike mutual funds, index funds are passively managed. This means that rather than paying an expensive fund manager to do active management, the fund follows a fixed formula that totally eliminates the need for someone to make buying and selling decisions. The formula that it follows is based on an index and that's where the term index fund comes from. An index is a representative sample of the stock market and indexes are created as a tool to quickly measure stock market performance rather than looking up thousands of stocks individually. Indexes for the US market is the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 index as examples. An index is just one simple thing you can look up to just see how the stock market did today or any other particular day, except for the future. An index for the S&P 500 simply buys whatever stocks that are in the S&P 500 index. As a result of this simple formula, the fees are much, much, much lower. Because you're not paying for expensive fund managers to make these decisions for you. Index funds charge up to 1% usually. Index funds are a type of mutual funds. All index funds are mutual funds, but not all mutual funds are index funds. An index fund will clearly state that it tracks an index and it will specify which index it tracks. For a mutual fund that is not an index fund, the documents and papers of the fund will state something like, this advisor independently selects and maintains a portfolio of common stocks for the fund. In short, mutual funds are actively managed and so are not index funds. Let's continue with ETFs, also known as exchange traded funds. They are very similar to index funds, except for one major difference. With index funds, you can only buy and sell position once a day, but with ETFs, you can buy and sell your positions whenever the stock market is open. To be more specific, you can buy and sell positions whenever the exchange on which the ETF is listed is open. Even though an ETF is not really a stock, you can buy and sell ETFs as if they were a stock. You may hear the terms ETFs and index funds used interchangeably, but they are not the same thing. If you want to invest in the S&P 500, you could either go with an S&P 500 index, you can go with an ETF. The question you have to ask yourself is, do I need the ability to buy and sell into the fund anytime during the exchange opening hours? If yes, go with an ETF. If no, you can choose an index fund. Be aware that investing and trading during exchange opening hours may add a lot of emotions. That is seldomly good for your profits. Letting emotions control your decisions usually lead to losses. Emotions might easily come forth in us if we watch the market price go up and down all the time. Now that you've gotten an understanding of the differences of these kind of funds, I need to make you aware of what most people are not telling you. No bank or other financial institution talks about this. Be aware of the management fees that comes from investing in funds. 
the fees will accumulate to huge amounts over the entire lifespan of your portfolio. It can eat up as much as 60% of your value. It's what I call the dark side of compounding. Diversification can easily be achieved even without a fund. And there is no need to hold several tenfold, a hundred or thousand of different stocks to achieve diversification. And remember, you don't beat the market if you follow the market, such as an index does. Even though there are many positives about funds, the small writing, the terms and conditions you accept only make someone else wealthy, not yourself. I recently had a look at the conditions of a mortgage. By going for the offer that had an interest rate of 0.5% lower than the competitor, I would actually save 40% in total interest cost over 22 years. That is crazy. Even a small percentage, such as 0.5%, will accumulate to a difference of 40% in costs over the years. Imagine if you're putting your money in an index track and paying 1%. I would rather keep that 1% myself because it is not 1%. As the profit gains accumulate, you pay 1% on an even larger and larger amount. And this eats up a big chunk of your wealth. I should rather say potential wealth because even with a small management fee, your wealth is given to someone else. The alternative is to be in complete charge yourself. Apply a proven, simple strategy. This is the only way you will have the wealth and life you want. If you want to learn more about how you can get more money for joyful experiences and free up time to be more with friends and family, please visit our website catchingsecrets.com. That is K-A-T-C-H-I-N-G secrets.com catchingsecrets.com Disclaimer, trading and investing are high risk activities. I never give advice. I only share my experience and what is working for me. Do your own research before taking any action and invest and trade only with money you can afford to lose.